and i think that's one of the characteristics of a person who actually wants to have a really good personal brand they're looking at this from a 10-year perspective not in a how can i get to six figures this year welcome to pencil leadership i'm chris anderson success and lifestyle entrepreneur and i'm on a mission to help you realize your full potential so you can leave a positive mark on the world so if you're ready take out your pencils and let's begin Excited to dive into becoming a brand master today on the show. We have Ruben Alvarez, who he is the founder and CEO of Marketing Hunters and also the host of his own show, In For The Kill. And he's also really good on YouTube, big into affiliate marketing. So excited to dive in and pick his brain today. So if you're trying to build your brand and make an impact, this episode is for you. And if you like anything you hear, make sure you share it on Instagram and tag at Pencil Leadership and subscribe to the show so you don't miss future episodes. So it all started with, I started in culinary and I realized that that was wrong for me, right? Like there's between liking food and wanting to cook. And, and <laughs> you know, when you're young, you don't really realize that, right? But it went from culinary to a few jobs in between and I got into like I wanted an office job and it was just kind of one of those things that you visualize and I'm like I gotta be in an office job I gotta be in an office job so I started in manufacturers as like a tech support agent type of person three months later I was the only person that was really like self-starter wanted to do more said yes to everything so they're like how do you feel about selling and I was like you know what am I going to do though you know here's the weird thing I just started there I barely understood because they were like machines and operators electrical circuits all this barely understood what it was they're like do you want to yeah, sell it I was like okay sure you know <laughs> they're like it comes with more money I'm like yeah absolutely they're like you're going to be traveling this is my first traveling but I had no idea what that meant and I was like for sure right so I went on Google and I started looking up what that meant but it basically became I stayed there for about nine years and then I was just thinking like, oh, dude, I want to become like a partner. And I became the sales manager. I was very close with the owner. And he sold it in April of 2019. Oh. So after he sold it in April of 2019, I was like, dude, okay, I'm kind of screwed, right? But I was doing the sales and the marketing for a company. And it's all business to business relationships. And anybody who's in business to business knows that business to business is way different than business to consumer because you have to keep the same relationships over and over again. Right. So if you don't know how to sell that way versus calling them, hey, can you give me another word? Hey, can you give me another word? Hey, can you? pretty much they're like, hey, piss off and you don't make it. Right. So I was in that business and I realized that in that business, the marketing is very different than if you were going business to consumer and it's super aggressive. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. after that whole thing happened, I was like, what am I going to do? I found a business coach. They're like, dude, you should create a marketing business. As You know, like when you listen to Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, everybody's like, start, start us. Or Ty Lopez, start SMMA, you know, social media marketing. So I kind of fell into that rabbit hole and I turned it into a real business. And we're start working with like people that are, you know, business to business clients, manufacturers, things like that. So we scaled very quickly because it wasn't, you know, trying to go like from person to person. Hey, I'll make your website for like 500 to a thousand dollars where they'd be like, I don't know, I'm starting off. It was like, hey, I'll make your website for twenty five hundred, three grand. And they're like, yeah, I actually need a website. Here you go. <laughs> so that's kind of how I got into it. And, you know, we started as the marketing hunters. And then I realized because of the whole SMMA thing, you know, like the social media and Ty Lopez. And I was competing with like really weird people you know what i mean like people that have yeah. never done business before that are starting off so i was like how can i differentiate myself and i was like you know what if you can learn brand and you can actually learn like actual brand that's where you differentiate they can keep the marketing mm. they can keep the generate 99 leads for you whatever you do the brand you become a different sector yeah that's awesome and so marketing hunters starting to focus on brand mastery you have a facebook group right brand yeah. masters okay yeah. cool 
And so when did you start your podcast and yeah. the affiliate marketing? I'd love to hear a little bit about that too. Yeah. When you start off and you're really ambitious, you think you can do it all, you know? <laughs> so I started the marketing hunters and one of my first ideas, right? Like you hear like, oh dude, if you have a hashtag, the hashtag carries your business, right? Because people put the hashtags and then they copy the pictures and you know, it kind of takes off on its own. So me and my wife were thinking about like a hashtag, it'll become with in for the kill hashtag in for the kill for the marketing hunters. And I'm like, dude, that's way too good for a business. Like <laughs> if we do marketing, like nobody's going to like, oh, you know, they just did my marketing hashtag in for the, right? So right. I was like, what can we do with it? And I was like, dude, that should be a podcast. That'd be a really cool podcast, right? And then we found the shark and we found all this other stuff. So I started the podcast and I was like, dude, I should do the podcast and I should put it on every platform. Because again, that's stuff that we hear, right? Yeah. And on YouTube, I realized like, there's two types of different YouTubes, right? There's an extension of a person and then there's the discoverable YouTube. Mm. And what I realized is I was doing a lot of work and I was like, I don't know if I necessarily want this to be an extension of me that teaches people what I know that will eventually grow. I think I want it to be more of a discoverable type of platform. Mm. So the in for the kill state of podcast, right? And and I do audio only now. And then there's an option for me to record, but I really don't because I'm like, dude, I'm splitting hairs at that point. Anybody who loves audio can go listen to it, right? Yeah. But for the YouTube, I have a very bad addiction and that's electronics. I love electronics. <laughs> Every, like you tell me anything electronic, you're like, dude, the new iPhone came out, dude, like I want it. It's like, oh dude, the laptop you have, there's a better, I'm like, dude, I want it, right? <laughs> so I was spending way too much on like electronics and stuff that I like. So I was like, dude, how can I expense that? You know what I mean? And I got a really good tax guy and he's like, dude, you can expense anything as long as it's for the business, right? Oh. So I got into YouTube and I was like, I love watching another guy unbox therapy. And so I was like, dude, okay, I'm going to start reviewing tech because like, I really like it. I went to like every setting. So I started reviewing it, it became a discoverable channel for me. And then what I realized from affiliate marketing from YouTube is the best type of affiliate marketing is the people that come to you first looking for it that are searching for a product that you teach them on. And then because of that, they believe you and they end up buying it. I had a comment. Somebody actually commented on my YouTube channel. Ruben, I appreciate the video. I used your affiliate link. I didn't only buy the products that you were talking about, but I checked out $400 worth of product. Like they knew I was going to get paid and they checked out their whole cart knowing that I was going to get credit for it because of the video I made. That's awesome. So it's crazy. That's awesome. And that builds up too. Like, especially yeah. as you grow, like those are there, those don't go away. Yeah. Which is awesome. Right. Yeah. So you continually keep bringing in the affiliates with that. Exactly. So that's so cool. And that's something I've started to talk to about with my podcasting clients is we focus on course creation programs, things like that, because you can do higher ticket starting out after mm -hmm. you build your expertise, but like getting some affiliates that you can then kind of sprinkle within your show. So those links stay there. And as you grow, people will go backlog mm -hmm. and those are always there. So it's really cool and interesting avenue to take for sure. Yeah. So talking about starting out as like a podcaster and things like that, or even just in business or whatever, speaker, coach, brand, people I think get off with brand, like thinking it's just a logo and some colors. And I know that's way far from the truth. So what is brand? Yeah, that's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, Set it up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny in the group, the post that I actually made today was exactly that. It was like literally exactly that because we made this course a while back and then the course kind of didn't go the way we wanted to. So we've just been mm -hmm. repurposing what we, what we made in there. Right. And there's a slide that says brand is not. 
right? And then there's, I think, like 20 or 30 things that I put in there. And it said color, logos, marketing, <laughs> blogging, you know, content, all this mm -hmm. stuff that everybody says, right? And then the next slide says brand is all those things plus, and then we made a brand letter, right? Because those things are givens, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like somebody's like, oh, your brand is the colors and your logo and you package it. And you're like, dude, okay, that's like base level, right? Like <laughs> right. Selling is like listening, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. okay, obviously, yeah. you, listen, you know? <laughs> so brand is all those things. Like anything generic that you can think of, that's brand. You should know that, yeah. right? But yeah. what goes deeper is like, what is your relatability? What is that mm. factor? You know what I mean? What yeah. makes you relatable so that that way people want to actually come with you? And we're not only seeing that in personal brands, we're seeing that in business brands, right? Because everybody wants to teach on personal brands because everybody has a personal brand. So they think they're experts in it because you mm. can, you can say, hey, this will work for me. Thus, it'll work for you. But it doesn't work that way. There's actual psychological right. aspects to it, right? Mm -hmm. So it has to be relatable. It has to be unique. Because there's only one you. Like, I can try yeah. to copy you all day long. I can put the shield behind there, and I can put a brick wall. <laughs> People that know you are going to be like, we hate this guy because it's not Chris. Right. So it has to be relatable. Yeah. I can't remember the other things that are on there, but there was like five total. And mm. actually, you know what? No, I don't have it up. I was going to look it up. But yeah, there's a few core different factors. Oh, and then there's also your actual core values. Right. Oh, like yeah. yep. just because you want to be relatable, some people go, okay, well, my brand is going to be relatable and I'm going to, you know, make TikToks and stuff like that. And you hate video, it'll show off in your videos that you absolutely hate doing this and it just won't do you any good. So there's a lot of things that go into brand and you have to know, like, what are those things and how are they going to benefit you? Mm. And again, with the video I put today, a really easy way to start off with, like, you know, what can I do to identify it is pick three words, like pick three words that you want to be identified with right away. And it doesn't okay. matter what they are. It could be professional. It could be like, you know, I'm very spiritual. I want to be humble. I want to be known as dependable, whatever it is. But put those three words together. And what you can do is you can say, hey, look, if somebody were to ask Chris right now, who is Ruben? Would mm. Chris say these three words that I have chosen? Because if he doesn't or if somebody else doesn't, then I don't have the right brand. That's a good point. It makes it simple to start, like finding those three words and building off of that. I like that. But you said relatability, the first one. So what does being relatable to your audience, to those people that you're trying to target look like, I guess? Is it just knowing them and just making everything targeted to that basically, or is there more to it? I mean, it can be. It can be if you I, want to take like the very easy route. You yeah. know what I mean? You're mm -hmm. just like, okay, well, like I have guys that are in there. Let me show guys stuff. You know what I mean? Right. But it goes like you're taking the steps, right? Like so yesterday we said like it was the whys and you start off with the whys and then you start off with the words. The next step is actually pick three to five things that you're known for, right? That mm. like you like, whether it be hobbies, whether it be family, whatever it is. So let's say that you have a family and you have kids and you're comfortable mm -hmm. posting your kids and stuff. That's one relatable thing. Okay. If you're a man and you like hiking, show a very rugged, manly hiking experience where you're like cooking outdoors, catching fish with your bare hands. <laughs> your, you, know? you become relatable, but it's right. things that you like, right? So mm -hmm. that's how you do it. It's you have to find things that actually define you. That's how you make it a really easy posting schedule too, right? Because then you say, hey, these are the things that I'm always going to post. And then if you have something that kind of goes off of that and you're just like, okay, well, you know what? People know me because I dress nice, right? And then you're like, but I'm also goofy, right? Mm -hmm. So I show funny stuff a lot of time. So that means that you actually don't have to be in a suit all the time mm. because that's part of your personality. You know, people yeah. aren't going to expect that from you. So you have to kind of organize in a specific way and you're looking for like really core things. And once you understand it, you put it all together, then that's where you have like a really, really good personal brand.
Cool. That's good. I like that. Yeah. And you can almost like do it while you're out. Like you don't have to go out specifically to like have a photo shoot and things like that. I mean, that's good to have those things, I think, but you can just kind of be out and like documenting those moments to be able to post. So I think that's a good thing. Three to five things you're known for. Where do you see people really kind of dropping the ball when they're trying to build a personal brand? I think they hide behind other people. Oh, okay. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So I've never joined a group where Uh I think maybe I have joined a group. I don't know. But like, for example, 10X, I've never really joined 10X groups or like said, hey, I absolutely need to have Grant Cardone on my podcast, right? Like people are like, I want to have Grant Cardone and I want to have his wife and I want to have Jared and I want to have, you know what I mean? They just go through the whole list. When they hide behind people, and what ends up happening is people know you as the Grand Cardone guy, the guy that teaches Grand Cardone's followings, and all. Maybe I shouldn't have said his name this many times. I don't know. Like, <laughs> anyway, the whole point is like whether it's him or anybody else, right? Right. People tend to hide behind other people, whether it's him or it's like the RTA syndicate. All they do is just basically interview people from that syndicate, right? So mm-hmm. what ends up happening is you don't have a voice. It's very hard for you to break through and say, "Hey, I was not this person that came from this group." When you have a podcast, people very rarely do their own episodes, right? Like I have three deep right now, and I know that I have to do a few more. But like when it comes to my posts, when it comes to like my YouTube videos, it's all me. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like at some point you have to break away from like trying to hide behind people. And like you had a really good video you did, a reel, right? Mm. Where it got like 10,000 views and you were like, hey, wake up, do your bed, do your right? <laughs> you use your dogs, right? Like I think yeah. that was the only thing you used in the video. But it was all you. Yeah. Right now, imagine if you were like telling, you know, a girlfriend or a friend or whoever it is, hey, I need to do this real and I can't do it without you every single time. Oh, right. It would make you feel better. It would make you feel more comfortable because somebody's, you know, recording you and it looks good, but it's not just you. So people tend to hide behind like all these excuses and all these other people Mm. so that that way they're not really in the spotlight. But when it's not your words, it's really hard for people to say, hey, this is his brand. Mm, That's a good point and hiding by other people or anything and even not even getting out there. Like what do you say to people who are building a brand, but they're not putting their face out there? Like it's just quotes and like graphics. Is that a no, no, or is that okay? Yeah. So it's funny because I manage people's accounts, right? So I'm able to see like, that's what they were doing before, Mm. right? Before we came in and it's not tricky. I'm looking for the right word, but it's very easy like there's comfort in posting someone like let's say a gary v quote or like a bird flying or something you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. it's inspirational and you look at your insights and it says 1000 people 1000 people were reached right and you're like yeah my instagram's doing really good right but the problem is is that they're not responding to you they're responding to them to Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're posting that's what they're responding to so when it comes time to say hey look I just created, and whether it's motivational quotes, right? I just created a motivational course. Yeah. You're going to be like, who the hell are you, right? Like, you're <laughs> if you're showing me how to make a motivational memes all day, I'll, that's all you've right. been doing. Yeah. But they've never seen your face. They don't know what you're yeah. doing. They don't know how you talk. They don't know none of it. So it's like, you really just need to be able to just be comfortable. And I remember when I first started, I hated, especially as a guy, right? We hate doing the selfie. Right. Mm-hmm. With a selfie recording, we're like, oh, dude, selfie recording and stuff. <laughs> and I remember I'm like, I hate it. It looks weird. Like people are judging me like I shouldn't be doing that. Right. And I remember that there was one point and this is where I know like I had been doing enough and been uncomfortable enough. And I'm like on myself. Right. I was in my Jeep, in my community. 
and there was people walking by and I was doing a video, which I didn't want to do. And I was like, Hey, you know, guy, <laughs> like I blah, 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 blah. Da, da, da. And then I see somebody pass by my car, super, like very, very close. And I'm like, Oh, and I was about to get back to him. I'm like, I'm doing this in front of people. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like it was the weirdest thing, but that's how you know that you're doing enough for you is when you stop, like, let's say you're like, Oh, I don't want to do a solo podcast because what am I going to say? Mm. You know, you've made it. When you're on the podcast and you're 10 minutes in and you're like, dude, I would have never done this before. <laughs> right. You're just rambling and rambling, you know? Yeah. Uh, this type of confidence, like where I could just be talking to you and like keep going and like know that I should stop, but I'm just so excited. Like I didn't have that prior to 2019, yeah. you know, when I started my business, but it's because I was like, I'm going to get on a microphone and I'm just going to talk. Yeah. And I think with the brand, like, I think we have to come through those and get to those new levels and get that new yeah. different layers of confidence. And it's like, I forget who said it, but they said new levels, new devils. So you get to a new level and it's something in your face trying to keep you back or stopping you. And so a lot of that is fear of something yeah. as they progress. But I think that's a good way to look at things. Like you can have those key indicators, even if you're not where you want to be yet, but you can kind of retrospectively look and be like, well, you know, like, two months ago, like I wouldn't even get on camera yeah. and now I'm doing it. So like things like that, that's really good. Yeah. You said unique is another way to, to kind of get a deeper brand, obviously just being authentic, being you, because no one is like you, Ruben, no one's like me. And so just having your unique tendencies, traits, like I try to be funny, but I know I'm not. And so I just put it out there and I'm like, whatever. So I think the quirkiness there kind of is me, the yeah. goofiness. So that's a good one, I think. And that's a lot of times, Again, almost like what you're saying about hiding behind others, people sometimes hide behind false realities of who they are mm -hmm. uh, a lot. And so like acting in a way that's not really them. So long term, they, they can't continue down that kind of. Yeah. Do you notice with people who do that, is it easy to tell? Can you tell just being your expertise with it? Yeah. So I have a friend and he's a friend and he was also a coach of mine. Right. And I hired him just because I wanted to be a better man. when My daughter was mm. born. Right. And I was having a lot of conflict of like, what is work? What is COVID? What is like having mm. to, I have all this extra time to work. So I should be working extra. And I have my daughter now. Should I spend time with her and all this different conflict? Right. Yeah, yeah. But what I liked about him back to the question is he actually made me do a test for the five traits that I identify with the most or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And the first one was authenticity. So like I completely vibe with anyone who is completely themselves and does not try to be anything else. And that's why me and John, John Stankowitz, right? Yeah. Like we get along very well because in the beginning I was trying to help him with something. He's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to portray it that way. Blah, blah. And I'm like, no, dude, like I'm doing it for you. So there's nothing weird <laughs> about it. Like, you know? And so I was like, okay, if he's this weird about like doing things right, he tells a story different, but he says that we just eventually hit it off for like months. I was telling him, dude, we're going to do something like we should do something, even if it's small, like we should do something and then we just partnered up. Right. Yeah. But that's one of the main things where like, if somebody's like, I want to get ahead too fast or mm. like, I want to get to 10,000 followers really quick. I'm like, dude, there's ways to do it, but like, you have to just find a way to do it right yep. because you don't want to do it so fast that you lose the people who have had all this confidence in you. That all of a sudden they're like, screw you. We know what you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just in it for the fame. You're just in it for the numbers. So yeah, yeah. it's not that it's like super simple for me to tell, but you see it through like, okay, maybe they just did it this time and mm -hmm. then they did it the next time and they did it the next time. So a lot of the people who I like, I talk to a lot daily 
or vibe with are the ones that I can tell are actually in it for like the long run, right? And I think that's one of the characteristics of a person who actually wants to have a really good personal brand. They're looking at this from a 10-year perspective, not in a how can I get to six figures yeah. by this year. Right. Yeah, definitely the long game. And with that too, and it's unfortunate because there are people out there who lead people, especially people starting out in the wrong direction, like mm -hmm. the wrong way to do it. And then when those people follow them, then you know, that comes back and can be bad for them, but it wasn't necessarily their fault. They got led wrong, mm -hmm. you know, like wolf in a sheep's clothing. Mm -hmm. And I've been there. It happened to me, unfortunately. And it's like retrospectively looking back at that time when I took advice from this individual, I'm like, dude, how did I not see mm -hmm. like what you're talking about, the unauthentic type of person he was. And I'm like, it just kind of makes me sick, but I'm like new direction now, but you got to be careful, unfortunately, with all that. Yeah. I feel like anytime I take a risk, I always squeeze the life out of the risk, you know? <laughs> so yeah. like I had the same thing happen to me with the business coach. How much did I go in? I think I went in like five or six grand with him and I went in way less than anybody else. Like, I don't know if it was God looking above me and was like, Hey, yeah. you know, cut his price in half and slash it or whatever. Yeah. But I paid way less than everybody else. But what I did get is he was the one that actually told me to start the marketing agency and we actually nice. became very profitable. So I'm like, okay, fine. He got me, right? Because he yeah. didn't really do that much coaching for me. He wasn't very consistent with it. I had to be on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, but I got my money's worth. Good. And then after about like <laughs> two out of like the, what was it? Four or five months that we did coaching or whatever, I stopped. I just stopped looking for him, but I squeezed them. Trust me. I squeezed yeah. every juice out of like, yeah. I know what I need. Yeah, for sure. Man, it sounds like mine, except I didn't really get my money's worth, but I didn't pay that much, thankfully. <laughs> exactly. but, it's, but it's unfortunate. I mean, it, but there, I guess it's always those type of people in, in yes. any industry. So yeah, just be authentic. Just be true. And that's the best. It's the easiest way. I talk about it all the time. It's like, it's easy. You don't have to worry about it. It's just you. You don't have to act. You don't have to mm -hmm. put energy trying to be something else. And so. But what I will say is that if you are going to go after a personal brand, mm -hmm. I think the part that people miss is everybody wants to do it and they're like, I'm doing it, but there's levels, like you said, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody, when they're doing it, they think that it's enough, but they never go past it to where they go like, okay, like your personal brand is on Instagram, for example, right. or YouTube or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Yep. Do you understand the rules of Instagram? Right. Because that is where you will actually like make an impact and make a difference. And if you just go, okay, well, you know what? Like it's good enough. The people that see me, they're seeing me. I'm going to make reels and I understand that I should make reels, but like I'm not going to do it in a way that like is actually going to help me grow. It's going to be more for me. Like you have to bend a little bit and say like, okay, you know what? Reels work from 7 to 9 a.m. because I actually looked and that's where most of my followers are and that's when I'm going to post them and I'm going to commit to doing three a week because I know that that's what's actually going to get people. So if you're really, really committed to impact, right, because everybody always says like, all I want to do is impact people. Right. You're not even reaching them, dude. You know what I mean? Come on, <laughs> right. let's yeah. be real. You're putting out stuff and you're reaching 100 people a day. Like, just be real with yourself. So at some point, you have to take the commitment and the dedication aspect and go all in on it mm. and stop, like, pretending like you're going all in. Because if somebody says they want to impact people, I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing? And they're like, okay, well, I'm on YouTube. And I'm like, are you putting out a video a week minimum? They're like, I'm putting out one a month. I'm like, <laughs> Be, be real, be right. real. Come on, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The same with podcasters. Like, so you're being yes. consistent? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I put two out this month and then I'm taking a break. I'm like, what? Like, yes. Why are you like, yeah. So I get it for sure in that regards. But yeah, you got to really, truly actually be putting the work in. 
And then the last thing you said was the core values. And I think that kind of goes to being authentic, but how would you suggest people kind of find those core values if they might not know what they could be? So it's kind of like fam, like family's a big one, right? Family politics, all this stuff that like most mm-hmm. people don't want to get into. Like we've all been told, like don't get into politics; it's the worst thing, right? But yeah. the thing is that like that's what people actually want to communicate and relate with you on the most. Because if you go like, "Hey, I'm Republican," people are gonna go, "F you, I hate you, I don't like you," right? The Republicans right. are gonna be like, "I freaking love you." Yep. Right. And that's the thing is that that is your core value. So most people go, "God, not gonna talk about God." That's where you're actually most loyal following. That's where your brand can actually be built. Mm. I love family, but I don't want to post family because the internet's horrible, right? Is that really the case? Like, have you actually had something happen to your family, or is it right. that you think something might happen to your family? So, mm. like, you have to really like come in and say, "What are my true core beliefs?" Mm. You know. And I think that that's the part that people miss the most is they don't want to go and say, "Hey, you know what?" Like abortion is bad or I'm right. pro-life or whatever right. it is, you know, like, yep. trust me, as I'm saying it, I'm like, whoa, you know, those are the things that light yeah. people up. They want to stay in the gray I, area. I can relate with you. I am with you. Like, I understand yeah. you now. And I did that myself with like, dude, I got more engagement when I posted about buying some Gucci shoes <laughs> because it's controversial, right? Like, oh, Ruben, yeah. like, and trust yep. me, I made a whole episode about it. Ruben, you're getting stimulus money and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you're claiming to make a bunch of money and blah, blah, blah. So oh. I was like, you know what, dude? Like, and then people were like, dude, you deserve it. And yes, absolutely. That I, Dude, I've been waiting for you to buy the Gucci. And other people were like, we hate you. And <laughs> yes, it was one of those things where it's like, eventually you just have to be okay with hey, you know what? I like this. I'm for this. I'm against this. Let's talk yeah. about it. It doesn't make the other side wrong. It just makes right. us talk about it. Let's boast yeah. about it. Yep. Picking, you got to pick a side. You can't stay in the middle. You got to take that stance on whatever it is. And yeah, you're going to have people that dislike you and you're going to have the people that don't really care or who are in the gray area. And then you got the people who are like, yes, I agree. Like I'm right there. I'm in the camp with you. Like and that's where you're going to start building that like more solid following is when you can choose those values and stick to them and be consistent, even yeah. showing them. And people are like, oh, yeah, like I'm all about that. Yeah. And you know what's funny? You know who takes the most risk in this, which we don't even realize? Mm-mm. It's big corporations. Ooh, yeah. Like when I started roasting everybody, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yep. So other companies would be like, no, we can't treat our customers bad. We can't make fun of them. That's bad you know what i mean burger king just did the women belong in the kitchen even though it was like backwards to what they wanted it to say but they took a big risk it was like a very very bold statement so if you really think about it the people that we think wouldn't do it are the people that are actually doing it that's true that's true that's a good point and i think for me even now i still have some inklings with it like i need to be more i guess strong willed on those and just not care because that was always my issue like caring what people thought and so really just continuing to take those stances against things and speaking about it and not worry about the ones who don't like it and who will unfollow and all that because you'll have more come who do like it so but let me tell you it's really funny because you can take what you're doing and it becomes one a great story and two you can make content out of it so like what i did is that guy so i had one person legitimately tell me why are you boasting about getting stimulus checks and about getting PVP and then going out to do Gucci? So what I did is I just created an episode that's going to last forever on my podcast. And I said, hey, you know what? I got a stimulus because of 2019 taxes, not 2020, dumb, dumb, because like in 2019, I had a horrible year, right? Yeah. PVP yeah. money because I had one bad quarter in 2020, which let me apply for it. And I donated a lot of the money that I got in 2020. 
So I think I deserve some shit, right? So now yeah. everybody who's listening to the episode is like, who the hell was this guy? We hate him too. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows, yeah, you have those diehard. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think this has been good, really getting into the brand mastery. And it's been fun, Ruben. I've enjoyed having this conversation. I'm glad we were able to get it done. And before we do kind of wrap up, I do ask, like everyone knows who listens regularly, one question of my guests, and that has to do with the fifth trade of Pencil Leadership, where Pencil was created with a purpose to leave a positive mark. And his purpose, its purpose, her purpose, whatever, is unique to itself. And so in relating to that, when everything is said and done for you here on earth, what do you hope your mark is? Yeah, I heard this a while back and I've been just thinking about it for like a lot of years now. And I think more than anything, I just want people to look at me and say like that humanity is like good for the most part. You know what I mean? I think that there's so much out there that we just believe that like, hey, it's scary. It's bad. People are fighting. The capital got overtaken. Like all these weird things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that I just want there to be hope and be like, hey, like humanity is good. There is a reason to live. Like it's kind of fun sometimes, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. No, I love that. That's a really cool one. I have not heard that one from anyone else. So that's a good one to live by. Where can people get connected with you best and find out more about you and what you're doing? Yeah, so the best would actually just be to my website because it has pretty much all the information, which is my name. Like it says www.rubenalvarez.com. And if they want a place where they can actually just shoot me a message, it would be my Instagram, which is at I am Ruben Alvarez. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, guys, check it out. Get connected with him. He puts out a lot of great stuff and just see what he's doing with branding, marketing, his podcast, affiliate marketing and everything else. So Ruben, again, thank you so much for being on Pencil Leadership. Yeah, man, absolutely. It was a blast. Thank you again. And thanks so much for tuning into this episode today. If you found value at all from this episode, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps us get this show, these messages out in front of more people. And don't forget to share this with someone who you think could benefit from listening to as well. Now let's go out and be pencil leaders.